Welcome to the CEO Life Insights Podcast. Join us to uncover firsthand stories and insights from top executives, entrepreneurs, and disruptors. Gain unparalleled access to the pivotal moments that have sculpted their personal and professional success. Dennis, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you. Man, thanks so much for taking time. We got a chance just to, uh, before this to catch up, and I just so appreciated uh, your passion, and if I can use the word heart, for community and what we're doing. And uh, man, from the second we started this, uh, you, we could all just tell that you had a passion for other people, to connect other people, uh, that you understand that all the time there's something bigger going on around us than we even know. And when we tap in it, it's a beautiful thing, man. So thank you for making time for us. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, so hey, let's just start off. What do you do? What gets you up in the morning? Why do you wake up? What yanks you out of bed? And tell us as a community, like, you know, functionally what you do and then, uh, and why you do it. Then we'll just dive a little bit more into your story. Yeah, I have, a, I actually have a, uh, you know, developed kind of a story out of it. Um, I came to San Diego about 40 years ago and I, because there was no snow and <laughs> I was from Illinois and there, and, and the computers had screens. There you go. That's and awesome. Immediately into a second degree in information systems. And as I tell my story, you'll see it all weave together how, who I am and what I do. But I was working, I was a big man. I come out of playing semi-pro ball. I was, I was low. What's uh, football, football, baseball, what sport? Okay, cool. And uh, I was loading boxes in in the back of a truck for uh, the the primary contract carrier for Price Club, which was the the Mm. successor to Costco. Okay, wow. That was the one that started it, and Costco took over after a while. So, and the owner of the trucking company said, "Somebody told me you took a book. You you had some accounting classes." And I said, "Well, I did." He said, "Would you like to do accounting?" And I said, "Probably beats loading boxes." And he had awesome. Said, "I need somebody to help me." I said, "I'll help you. Let's see what we got." And I started doing his accounting. I ended up passing the CPA exam. I had an information systems degree, and when you have those two things, you're putting in computer systems. It's exactly right. Right. So I'm now traveling around, you know, SoCal and sometimes around the country putting in mm. information systems. And that was my career for 35 years. Now, well, the story goes, Josh, that I, when in those days, we would tell a business owner that my system will help you manage your business better. My system is, mm-hmm. yeah. And I look right, 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 right. Straight in, I believe in it. Right. I'd be doggone if over time, you know, as the systems got better and better, I was supporting NetSuite, which is which was my last run in tech. And one day I stopped and said, you know, I'm in the back office in the boardroom on the same day here in different stories throughout these businesses. And when we get the system in, it runs better. And many of them don't. They're not mm-hmm. running better. I'm, not, I'm trying to keep my promise, but I don't know what to do to keep the promoter run their business better. And I mm-hmm. always checked out every night with the CEO. I'd sit in front of him and listen to him frustrated, telling me stories about everything going on in the business and mm. always wanting to help, always wanting to find out. And so I was really exasperated because my system wasn't fixing the problem. I had a friend who I had breakfast with once a month, uh, who one day said to me, Dennis, how can I help you? And I very rarely opened up. But that day I was like, I was just pressured to the point where I had to talk to someone. I said, let me tell you what I'm dealing with. And he had a big smile on his face and said, Dennis, I learned something. I was in a cab in New York and two guys were talking about this. And I went to my room and Googled it. 
and he handed me the book Traction. And I, I said, okay, well, I'll read it because it's Kevin's. So I read it. And lo and behold, it changed everything for me. Because right. what I was doing was I went to put a system in a business. This goes all the way back to 40 years ago. They told you that the systems are made up of people, process, and technology. People being the most important part. We weren't working on the people. When I read Tra- Traction, is a system called the Entrepreneurial Operating System that helps you get the people in line with the vision, with the accountability, with the disciplines, get them in their meeting just get all the rhythm going. And get, once you get that going, then the rest of it falls in place. And I said, that's what I got to do. Wow. Yep. started on that and I put over the last six years. And so now I do both. I work on the operating system implementing. I'm a professional implementer, license a little bit of EOS. I also still work on NetSuite and do, and do the data and process side of it. So now we have a full system, Josh. I got that's that so cool. say to the owner, if you'll do the work, if you'll follow the process, if you'll commit to it, you can have an engine where you can walk away from your business and it will run. That's right. That's awesome. Let me ask you a question. Why, why is the foundation of fundamentals people? Because uh, I think in today's world with AI, with technology, with change, with speed, sometimes we, I think, can can miss how important and fundamental it is to get the people piece right. Why is that so important, Dennis? Because, you know... As fast as AI is coming on, it still doesn't have a heart. All every decision in a business is made by somebody. Yeah. Whether it's a decision for the vendor, or a decision for the customer, whether it's a decision internally with each other, and people serve each other in business, and they don't get that sometimes. The accounting department is frustrated sometimes with other departments, and we tell them, "Look, you're a servant to those other departments, and they're they're not serving you." And so it's still about having the relationships inside and outside your business that are solid and makes those businesses run well. If they're not solid, there's no communication, there's no accountability, and that's when business owners say, "I go in these." meeting we talk about stuff nothing ever gets done why because people they just they got to get along they got to care about each other and when they do seas will part and business just takes off because they're not alignment and they're they like each other and they're working there so just like being a part of a great sports team which i always won i never lost i was always part of winning football teams that's why i couldn't quit it's like i just right the winning with my team Right. Let me ask you a question. You know, really at the fundamentals, it's empathy, right? It's it's caring about somebody else. And I think empathy is this muscle. I've told a lot of the people with the rise of, we talked about this the other day after breakfast, with the rise of AI and different things, soft skills and empathy is only going to become more important. What would you say to somebody who's like, you know, I don't necessarily have the, the strongest empathy. I need to get better at that. It's just some good coaching advice you might give somebody listening right now on how to increase your empathy. A dear friend on a, when I ran one of the groups and he didn't have a lot of empathy sometimes for members, right? Mm. I said, buddy, you got to learn to care. He said, what do you mean? I said, it doesn't take any more energy to care than not care. And you're going to enjoy this a whole lot more if you do. He said, that's the most profound thing anybody's ever said to me. I said, it doesn't take any more energy. In fact, it's harder not to care because you spend your time worried about things that don't matter. But when you care, yeah, or, or unraveling tension that never needed to be there, you know? Yeah, that's good. And Dennis, let me, I always ask this on our insights, um, and it could just be a top of mind thing, but there's an aha moment or a pivotal moment in your life that maybe a coach said something, maybe a client, maybe it was a failure, maybe it was a win, but just one of those moments you look back and go, not like your cab moment, but one of those moments where you're just like, that was a transformational moment for me when that person said this, when this thing happened. I'll take you all the way back and this will tell you why I do what I do and who I am a little bit. I got my fair share. I was in a farm town. When I was growing up and I, I was a kid and I got in my fair share of trouble. My mom wanted me to learn to be responsible. So she came in one day and said, son, you're getting a job. Mm. What? She said, I, I meet now. Head out the door, 
go find yourself a job. I said, okay. So I walked down the street to the grocery store, walked in and the owner, everybody in town knew what I had done because travel right. by morning, everybody knows when you're in trouble, right? And so I walked in the grocery store and I said to the store manager, I said, mom told me, come get a job. I'm here to see if you know you got any work. He threw me an apron and said, get busy. Wow. I started and he said, I want you to take, he said, what you do is bag these groceries. I'll show you how to bag them. And then he said, what you're going to do is you're going to walk. He said, you're going to carry these groceries out and you're going to put them in the trunk of the car for everybody. Mm-hmm. I wow. said, who it is, how cold it is. We take our groceries and put them in the trunk for our, for our shoppers. And he said, and if they live around here, you're going to take them to their house. And I said, well, he said, and if they want you to eat apple pie, I said, one. Well, he said, because it doesn't take any more effort to care about them than it does not to, and we care. That was where I got that. That stuck. I love that. In the rest of my life. Then one day I was walking down the aisle uh, with him. He said, come with me. He, I was standing around looking for something to do. He said, come with me. I walked down the aisle and he said, what do you see there? And I said, well, I guess sweet corn. And he said, I see a shelf that needs to be faced. Mm. Okay. He said, come, come on, come on. He took me over to the meat. He said, what do you see? I said, hmm, I, I, see, I see the meat. He said, I need, I see us. I need, I need more meat here. Our meat is not, it's not full. And he took me over to produce and he said, what do you see? And I said, I think we probably need some more produce. He said, you're starting to get it. Mm. He said, the most important thing I can ever tell you is don't wait for somebody to tell you what to do. Find it's good. Yeah, well, I love that. Find somebody to help. Find something that needs to be done and do it. You know, it's funny. I was, it reminds me of um, there, it was a, a contractor friend of mine. His name's Charlie. He was just the Virginia, just salt of the earth, great man. And, and uh, he had this, uh, you know, journeyman that, that worked alongside him. And I asked him one day. I said, "What makes a good journeyman?" And he said, "When they anticipate the need." He said, "I can be working and I can reach over my bag and he hands me the hammer." Or I could reach over when he grabs me the nail gut, whatever it is, like to anticipate the need. And I think that's just such a great uh, way to even close our insights down. I mean, you do it as I tell people this all the time. CEO life is going to be around for, I believe, generations. But these, one of the reasons that it's going to be is because we're going to produce value. And there will be people on a run, in a car, in a train. They're going to listen to this and go, man, where do I need to be anticipating the need? Where do I need to get started? Gosh, it doesn't take any more energy to care and that empathy. And I know that these seeds of wisdom... Uh, that we're taking our time out to offer are going to penetrate lives all over this world. And so I just want to say thank you for taking time uh, to share your life insights with us, to share about the time that that you were a young boy learning to to, to bag groceries when you were a young man in a, in a taxi cab. These moments that changed you will change other people's lives. And that's why we're in this business. And so but thank you for just taking time out of your day and sharing your life insights with us. Thank you, Joe. Such a privilege, man. Thanks so much. 